This is Three Valleys radio coverage. Oh, what a shot that is! Of Yeovil Town Football Club, direct from Hewish Park. a blue shoots up through the stony ground there's no room no space to rent in this town you're out of luck and the reason that you had to care the traffic is stuck and you're not moving anywhere you thought you found a friend Take you out of this place Someone you could lend a hand In return for grace It's a beautiful day Welcome to Glover's Golden Oldies. Time to talk to one of our glorious heroes from the last two decades. See Channel right in front of you. See the canyons broken by clouds. See the tuna fleets clearing the sea out. See the bedroom fires at night. See the oil fields at first light. And see the bird with the leaving her mouth. After the flood, all the colors came out. Good evening and welcome to Glover's Golden Oldies and this week it's my pleasure to talk to a former central defender of the club. His name is Paul Huntingdon. Welcome Paul. Good evening. How are you? Good evening. Good, thank you. Yourself? Not too bad. It's been a long time since we spoke. Uh, Do you remember back along when we did that film, that special film we were trying to win a prize with on the website? Yeah, I remember it well. (laughs) Don't think we're going to get an Oscar for it though, that's for sure. Did it win? No, 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 not a chance, mate. Not a chance. (laughs) 
good goal anyway. Yeah. But what I want to do, Paul, is just go get, go through your career as a footballer and some of your memories and, you know, just see how we go along, really. But um, yeah, obviously, no um, you started your career at Newcastle United, which is not a bad place to start your career of, I would have thought. But before then, what, what was your first, first sort of involvement with football as, as a youngster? Um, just local football, really, in Carlisle, um, playing my local boys team. Um, which was Udale Pegasus which um, it was quite a a good team we won a lot um, and there was a couple of lads um, as well as myself went over to Newcastle Um, they didn't they didn't sort of make it till uh, to the uh, apprenticeship stage but um, they had a couple of years two of them Um, didn't quite work out but yeah I was was at and then I I went to Newcastle um, from when I was um, 10 till 19 um, Mm -hmm. through the academy and then reserves and then um, the academy director Glenn Roder at the time he um, he got the caretaker's job, did really well. They um, got got them into Europe, and then he got the job on a full time basis. And then uh, I got my chance uh, the following season. So um, I had a year of probably playing and being on the bench and being involved. We had a good run in Europe as well, which was Thursday night uh, into Toto Cup. Yeah, well, th- we won that, and then we went into the Europa League, which well, it's mm. called it was the UEFA Cup, and we got to the quarter final of that, mm. and we got we got knocked out by AZ Alkmaar. But yeah. Um, but yeah, we had a good run with that. So there was a lot of um, it was busy. It was a busy season because it was playing every Thursday night and then every Sunday. Mm. Um, you know, getting back late on on Thursday nights or early Friday morning. Yeah, um, and some of the no, venues were a bit sort of bizarre, weren't they? In terms of you know Eastern Russia and Chechnya and God knows where. Um, I yeah, early more so the earlier round mm. uh, the group stages, but um, but no, all, all good experience, you know. Yeah, so, quite. Um, and I- really, a real good uh, a real good club. Um, um, and for the facilities and the coaching we got, you know, couldn't complain really. Um, we had a real good grounding and uh, kind of stood me in good stead, really. And this was long before the days of Mike Ashley, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was um, Sir John Hall and yeah. um, uh, Freddie Shepherd, um, and then they, yeah, that, that I think he took over after I left in uh, 2007-ish, mm-hmm. 2000 and yeah. Um, so, but no, good, good memories, really. Good, uh, good times. Obviously, special uh, Premier League, and, and to get the opportunity, um, great, always grateful to um, Glenn Roder for giving me my my chance. I know he did a lot that a lot with uh, players at West Ham as well. A lot of uh, good youth yeah. system there. So, um, but no, as I say, good memories and, and a, a really good club. And it, it says here you you made your debut on uh, the 9th of December, um, a late substitute against Blackburn Rovers. Um, yeah, uh, which apparently. Uh, Alan Shearer gave you uh, some good vibes on the on match of the day that day. Yeah, I came on. I made like a a, a good uh, a good clearance when we were two one up. Um, I came on um, for the last ten minutes and um, made a clearance over the bar, which was was a fa- well, it was a foul on me. But we played on, and then we got uh, they got another corner from from my clearance, and, and the uh, their keeper Brad Friedel came up um, in search of a goal, and we broke away and won three one. So it was nice of him to give me a mention, and obviously um, I trained with him a few times, and he and, and he gave me a few uh, pointers and tips and things, which obviously as a, as a, as any player, but as, especially as a young player, you think it's uh, it's great, and I, I always remember to this day. So um, yeah, um, a legend like like himself, you know, you take mm. it on board and, and try and learn from it. Well, absolutely, 
but of course being called the Cumbrian Cannavaro. You're a bit of a legend yourself, really, aren't you, up there in Carlisle? Uh, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. But it's, like, it's something that um, the last couple of, well, probably since we came up to the Championship about, this is the fifth season in the Championship since we came up from League One, and it's a song that, that the fans have kind of got behind, and, well, some some have, and, and sing it, which is which is always nice. But, uh, but yeah, um, I've enjoyed my time here. It's been good. It's a good club and a um, good set of lads, really. So, um, well, hang on a minute. We're, we're getting ahead of ourselves a minute. Um, yeah. uh, from Newcastle, it was um, you moved on to Leeds United then. Yeah. 20, yeah 23 appearances between 2007 and 2010. So yeah, how, I think how did that go? That. I, th- I think there was thirty odd, but I don't. I think those were league games. I yeah, was, yeah. There was thirty something, but yeah, the first. Um, what what was it? The first probably eighteen months I played quite a lot. Of the fir- when I first went, they were on a a really good run. I think we were. When I joined, they were on minus 15 points from the season before. They'd been in administration, come down from the championship, and um, and we won something like our first 10 games. Um, so after I joined, they'd already won the first four or five, and um, and we flew up the league. Um, and then, yeah, it took me a while to, a little while to get in, and then when I did get in, Dennis Wise, who, who signed me, um, he, he left to go to Newcastle as a director of football and then um, Gary McAllister came in um, played under him we lost the playoff final that year which was annoying really because without that minus 15 we'd have been promoted I think joint on points with Swansea Roberto Martinez Swansea which would have we would have had 100 points I think on 99 points anyway as it as it was we finished on 84 um, obviously taking away the the minus 15 and we got all the way to the playoff final and lost so um, the second year um, I, I played the first um, quarter of the season and then um, I had prob- I had a, a few injury problems I had a groin operation and um, a hernia operation and couldn't quite get fit really and in that meantime um, we sort of weren't doing great in the league we were still doing okay but obviously expectation a club like that should be um, up the top and uh, Simon Grayson came in and I was just a young player really he he, he preferred the time I think he preferred experienced and people who knew um, you know what it was about getting out of that league and um, and yeah I didn't really play my, my last sort of year there um, and, and I went on loan to, to Stockport which wasn't uh, wasn't a very enjoyable experience to be honest it was kind of it, it made me fall out of love with football and really um sort of hit me hard but it it, it did have a positive in that um it got me back playing for for a couple of months and uh, and and yeah and then um obviously Terry Skiverton gave me a call from that and uh and yeah I got the opportunity to join Yeovil which was um good memories Okay, well let, let let's hold it there for a minute and have a have a music break. Um, yeah. Have you come up with any yet? Um, I, there's one song that sticks out that I, that I always um, listened to when I was running in pre-season. And it sticks out because it it was probably one one of my best seasons, and I remember um, listening to it in in Ibiza when we went on holiday. And it was it was um, it was called My Love, and it was Route 94. It's a bit of a night uh, a dance track, but um, but no, a good one. Okay, so so it's My Love by Route 94. 
Yeah, that's the one. Right, okay, well, let's have a bit of silence for a minute.
okay so that's basically where you and i first met and i can remember meeting you in a hotel somewhere we must have been playing away i've got a feeling it might have been playing at stevenish but i don't know if it does it really for, 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 for yourville yeah yeah I can't remember. I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. It was. We stayed in this hotel, and I think we were having breakfast or something. And yeah, it could well have been because we did a free season at like near Waltham Abbey, like round there. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Wrong, yeah, that's when I first then, uh, became conscious of you. And uh, yeah, I remember we had a. You know, you. I thought, oh, he's a nice chap. He's nice and chatty. So we had a bit of a chat. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. You know, been been friendly ever since, really. So um, yeah, no, looking back on your time yeah. at Yeovil, what what sort of springs to mind? You know, what what about what's the um, high, highlight? Would you say? First of all, I think um, the opportunity really because it was uh, it was about um, getting back playing football and getting getting out there, get playing. I'd sort of not done 40 games a season, um, which over the last probably 10 years, I've probably done eight out of out of 10 years, done 40 plus games a season, which I'm I'm uh, pleased with. But yeah, it was to get to get experience, get back enjoying my football. You know, it was never motivated by money. You know, it was it, it was it was to go back there to get playing and get my career back on track, which um, Terry and Nathan did. Uh, did great things with a lot of players and did that for um, quite a lot of careers and um, I think you've seen quite a few go on to have you know uh, good careers at a good level so um, yeah only positive really um, uh, memories from there um, enjoyed my time there and uh, and I'll always be grateful for for the opportunities that, that I got and, and the people that I met yeah absolutely and apparently you were uh... Uh, runners up in the Green and White Player of the Season award, and the Western Gazette Player of the Season award as well. So, oh, I mean, I can remember you. You sort of uh, quite a cultured. You know, I'd, I'd liken you a little bit to the style of Harry Maguire. That you, you know, you were no messing about, no frills. Yeah. You just did the job, got the ball out, and that's what it was all about. Really, as a central. Yeah, defender. that was that was League One. Um, you know, you don't you didn't get much time on the ball and. Uh, it was just about gaining experience, really. As I say, I think I played over 80 games over the two years and, and I was captain for a lot of that, which, which I was grateful for and it was a real good responsibility to have um, and uh, and something that, that I enjoyed. And, uh, yeah, as I say, I've only fond memories of... Um, there's a lot of good people at that, that club and uh, obviously yourself included and, and, and that goes a long way to helping people settle settle in and, and enjoy it because uh, yeah it was a long way from home but uh, it was what was needed at that point in, in my career and uh, it was get your head down and concentrate on your football you know no distractions and uh, and yeah and go from there really I had two two years and then uh, sort of the last four or five months Gary Johnson came in um, as manager and, uh, and offered me a, a contract to stay but I kind of knew of the the interest from from Preston and uh, and spoke to them and it was a it was a new challenge and it and it was it was it was sort of perfect location at the same time it was 
you know a real good club with with good facilities and uh, and the opportunity was uh, was too good to turn down. And Preston North End are a, a very what well, they call them proud proud Preston, don't they? But yeah, I mean they've been yeah, around yeah. for a long time. I remember yeah. in my youth, um, I had some relations that lived in a, a place called Pleasington, which is near Blackburn, okay. and yeah. uh, they were directors of Blackburn Rovers at the time. And I always remember, you know, the Preston game was the big game, the, the big derby against Preston. And, yeah, you know, yeah, and uh, how how you know they were conceived to be a very big club, no question of that. Yeah, mm. and and you know obviously Tom Finney sort of epitomised yeah. their their history and what have you. So um, I'm con- I can understand why you decided to go there rather than Yeovil. Yeah, it was it was the opportunity really. I mean, uh, the manager that, that took me didn't didn't last the first season really, and initially it worked out. Um, we were going really well in and around the playoffs till uh, about November, December, and then um, we got a lot of injuries. But a lot of people do forget it was a rebuild job. There was about twenty something players left, and twenty over twenty came in in that season. So it was never gonna, you know, it was unlikely it was gonna fully click. But um, and then Simon. So Simon Grayson came in and we finished that season really strong from being on a bit of a downer really bottom half of the table finished top half of the table I think and then uh, the following season we got to the playoff final um, no the playoff semi-final we got to the playoffs and uh, Rotherham beat us which I played 30 just over 30 games I think that season and the last two months a bit like last year just gone really I didn't I didn't feature much. I was on the bench uh, coming on a couple of times, but that was about it. And then, for me, looking back, that was probably a good thing. We didn't we didn't uh, go up because he, you know, he would have been looking to sign championship players. And and the following year, um, they were sort of saying I had one year left. They were kind of saying, well, um, what are you thinking? You know, we won't stand in your way if you want to want to go. Kind of things like basically sort of saying you can go. You know. We, we kind of don't want you and I said I'll I'll fight for my place and they were coming up with teams um, to go on loan or to to leave for and I said no I want to want to fight for my place come back and um, do pre-season um, and then and then see where we are and as it turned out um, the team wasn't doing particularly well the first couple of months of the season and then a couple of injuries I think and then I got in and we won at Gillingham 1-0 on a Tuesday night and uh, I scored. We won one nil, and then uh, I think the next game, I think we beat Leighton Orient two nil, and I scored in that as well. And we managed to, uh, and I managed to play just about fifty games, and got Player of the Year, and we got promoted. So he kind of had to keep me really um, after that. So um, well, hold, yeah. hold it there, mate. Come up for air. Um, <laughs> um, we'll have a music break now. Well, Paul's second choice is Galway Girl by Ed Sheeran. She played the fiddle in an Irish band, but she fell in love with an Englishman. Kissed her on the neck and then I took her by the hands of baby, I just wanna dance. I met her on Grafton Street, right outside of the bar. She shared a cigarette with me while her brother played the guitar. She asked me, what does it mean? The Gaelic kink on your arm said it was one of my friend's songs. Do you wanna drink on? She took Jamie as a chaser, Jack for the fun. She got Arthur on the table with Johnny riding a shotgun. Chatted some more, one more drink at the bar, then put Van on the jukebox, got up to dance. You know she played a fiddle. Pretty little Galway girl 
pool And then she kissed me like there was nobody else in the room As last orders were called was when she stood on the stool After dancing to Kaylee singing to trad tunes I never heard Carrick Fergus ever sung so sweet A cappella in the bar using her feet for a beat Oh, I could have that voice playing on repeat for a week And in this packed out room where she was singing to me You know she played her fiddle in an Irish band But she fell in love with an Englishman Kissed her on the neck and then I took her by the hands And baby, I just wanna dance My pretty little girl She played the fiddle in an Irish band But she fell in love with an Englishman Kissed her on the neck and then I took her by the hands And baby, I just wanna dance My pretty little Galway girl was uh, Ed Sheeran, very popular with footballers these days, and Galway Girl. Hey, so, but you're, you, there you were up against Simon Grayson again, went up against him, and I mean, he was your manager, um, and yeah. you obviously didn't have quite the best of experience with him first time around, but that obviously didn't affect things too much second time around. No, he, uh, yeah, he released me at Leeds, um, obviously then coming to, to Yorville on a, on a free. Um, and then, yeah, I, I actually saw him after my first year at, um, at Yorville and he, um, I saw him on holiday in, in the Caribbean, actually, in a restaurant and he, and he shouted on me and I thought, I didn't know who it was. Mm. Um, and I'm, yeah, I would, you know, I would never ignore, you know, there's no, no grudges in football. It's just opinions, isn't it? And, mm. and no, we had a good chat and he was saying it was good to see that I was doing well at Yeovil and I'd seen that I was captain and, um, and playing every week and enjoying it. So, um, yeah, I was pleased that I, I, uh, I didn't, uh, I didn't ignore that that call, <laughs> but I'm, I'm I'm not like that anyway. I would never do that, it's, you know. No, uh, friend, friendly to chat to, and uh, and yeah, funnily enough, um, the lads were asking me, you know, what's he like, and I said, well, you're probably asking the wrong guy, you know, got rid of me. <laughs> but um, but no, like I, I took him as a found, and yeah, he tried to get rid of me again, but it kind of um, it kind of worked out in the end, and. Um, we we should have really got promoted on the last day of the season, but we we lost the last game after going about twenty games unbeaten second half of that season, and then we got beat at Colchester um, last day of the season, who needed to win to stay up. Um, they beat us one nil, and it went to um, and we uh, and it went to playoffs, which obviously we were gutted about, but we were the first playoff game, um, so we had a quick turnaround to bounce back and. I think we beat Chesterfield 4-0 over the two legs and then we beat Swindon 4-0 in the final. So, 
Um, I mean, they say it's the best way to go up, so it worked out okay in the, the end. It just dragged the season out a bit. Mm, mm. Well, I, I would agree with it. It's, it's a fantastic way to go up, having experienced yeah. it with the Oval when we beat Brentford. So, yeah, it was yeah. A, it was a memorable, memorable day. That's for sure. That's it. Yeah, so, I still keep so. in touch with. I spoke to Terry recently, Terry Skiverton and hmm. um, Ed, Ed Upson. I saw oh, him. Yeah, um, yeah. We, we met up on holiday in the summer. All right. Um, out of the lads, but yeah, I, I follow quite a lot of the lads. See what they're up to on Instagram, and you know what it's like in football. Yeah, people are moving round, and um, you know it's quite hard to keep in touch. That's just the way it goes. But um, I think but it's no, amazing but, uh, the number of people you come across, though, isn't it? That you know, you, you, people roll up yeah. at, for a game and think, "Oh, it's so and so," and even we played yeah, before, and yeah. you know, it's yeah, sort of, yeah, it is. That's right. So. Um, so you, you, you're sort of back in the team now. You've won the playoffs, which is good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And apparently we went you, up to the championship. You won the Sir Tom Finney Trophy, which must have yeah, been nice. Yeah, so that was nice. like the, the, the player of the year. Um, I managed to get nine or ten goals that season that we came up, which was a lot for the centre-back um, the year we came up. But, uh, but no, yeah, really enjoyable season. And then um, we've had four good years since then. I think we finished... 11th the first two seasons which was was good for the the budget that we had and then um the then Simon Grayson left on the first day of the third season the first day of pre-season actually which no one saw we heard about it but we didn't think um that he'd go and then he upped and left and um Alex Neal came in who who uh who was at Norwich and uh, who had been at Norwich? Sorry, uh, Scottish young manager, and uh, and we did brilliant the first season. We we finished seventh. Uh, we missed out on the playoffs last day of the season, um, and yeah, re- I really enjoyed that. It was probably my best season to date, and uh, we should have really been in the playoffs, but um, just a couple of games where we should have won. There's always ifs and buts, isn't there? But um, and then yeah, I signed a new contract that. Um, that following pre-season for three years um, and I'm just over one year into that now um, didn't play as I played sort of about 28 games last season I think but um, last couple of months didn't feature as much and we finished poorly to be honest mm. um, with a lot of injuries and uh, and, a, and a young we've got a young team really overall so um, but no um we, we we've won one this season, but yeah, we've not started uh, particularly great. We've we've lost two um, away from home. We've won the one at home, mm-hmm. but as I say, yeah, I'm not really uh, not really playing at the moment. So I need to to work hard till January and and then reassess and and hopefully play some games between now and then. So how old are you now, Paul? I'm 31 now. So we've still got a few years left in the tank, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That's the idea. Hoping to play till till thirty five, thirty six, mm. um, and the enjoyment's a lot. A lot of it, you know. Obviously, when you're not playing as much, you're not enjoying it. You don't mm. really feel as much as part as much part of it, you know. But um, no. but no, this is my eighth season at, at Preston, and um, as I say, brilliant club. A lot of good people here as well. There's no no big time Charlies. We've uh, we've got a tight knit group that um, that is easy to get on with, and um, no huge names. And um, you know the budget's a lot a lot to do with that as well. We don't so we recruit. That's kind of what we've done the last uh, the last few years. We buy young. You know the, uh, the manager coaches them up, and then we sell them on a couple of years down the line. So. 
Um, that's kind of the route we've gone down for big profits. Mm. Um, time for more music, and this time it's Diana Ross and Some Things You Never Get Used To. Some Things You Never Get Used To some things you never get used to right so looking to the future paul i mean as you said you've got you know four or five years left in you yeah but any ideas have you put any thoughts to what you might do when you finish and when you hang up your boots i haven't really uh, me and my, my wife have, have talked about she she uh, manages a, a beauty salon back home in carlisle and we've spoke about taking that over possibly mm. um, I, I started doing my my uh, UEFA B license coaching last year, but if I'm honest, I didn't really, um, didn't really enjoy it. Um, I mean, I might feel different in, in a couple of years' time, but um, but yeah, I mean, it, we, it was early stages, but I'd, I'm not sure if I'll carry that on at the moment. So you don't necessarily uh, see yourself being a manager then? Um, no, no, not at the moment. Um, no, I've not really thought uh, I mean the first the first year the manager came in was a real change between um, the, the previous manager in terms of tactics and formations and um, getting getting the point across I felt as though I learned a lot that year um, whilst playing and um, and the de- the amount of detail that goes into the coaching and managing side of it um, watching opposition watching us making us better um, 
training, planning. Um, but no, not at the moment. Um, not I'm not sure. Probably next next couple of years need to look into um, into to, to really thinking um, what I would like to do. But as I say, at the minute, I'm just thinking about trying to prolong my career as long as I can. Yeah. But- quite hard to do two things at once like I know a lot of a lot of people do it just in terms of um you know courses learning university but I kind of I've I have tried before me and me and Ed Ed Upson have both kind of looked at doing things and uh and we've both kind of been like well you, you can't concentrate on one and the other it's kind of like you, you do get absorbed a bit I, I guess in a way it's good at times to to have something to switch off from but um but yeah um I, I think i'd find that difficult i think i'd rather um do it when i've, I've nothing else on on my mind because i like to sort of fully invest in the mm. football side of it whilst you're in it does so makes sense so yeah of course it does um so looking looking forward i mean do you think you'd ever i mean if you if you leave preston um mm. would you would you come back down south again do you think or would you would you be headed more in the direction of carlisle um, I've not really really thought that far ahead. I've got um you know, I've got just under two years left here so um, mm. and that takes me to thirty three. So I've not really thought that far ahead. Um at the minute I'm just I'm just trying to to sort of be the best I can be to give myself best chance of of getting back in the um, in the team and um and yeah, I've not really thought that far ahead. Um it, it's ideal the location that that I'm at at the moment, but it's it's not the be all and end all. As I say, it's not it doesn't go on forever. So it's a short career. So you've kind of got to go wherever you think's the best opportunity. So um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. But yeah, not looking too far forward. I think you've always got to keep your eye on the on the ball, haven't you? So. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well we'll have a, a last um, um, music break a second. Yeah. So, more music and more Motown. This is uh, Marvin Gaye and Tommy Durrell, and you're all I need to get by. Like sweet morning dew, I took one look at you, and it was plain to see. Don't inspire you a little 
don't, I was it's, just it's, trying to think, H. I don't, I don't think I'd know many people there now. But in Yeovil, no, I'm sure you wouldn't. Yeah. Um, Is Michael well, still there, the physio, or did he? No, he's he's gone. He's gone. Um, Where did he go to? I don't know. He left. I mean, he lives Bristol way, I think, and I think yeah, he, he I know, just yeah. left the club. Felt he wanted to yeah. take a different path, and uh, off he went. You know, Terry's still there. Um, he's 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 yeah, in, involved with the academy now. Um, yeah, I, thought I knew that because um, well, I spoke to him a couple of weeks ago, but not about that. That was through Jordan Story, who's who's centre half. He's actually from Yeovil. He's in oh, yeah. our place. Yeah, he yeah. was at Yeovil as a young lad, and then he's. He went to Exeter and then we bought him. So, oh, times yeah. we've missed out on players like that. That's another yeah. story. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I don't think you would. I mean, obviously John Fry's still there, but as you know, no. you probably know they're they're in the throes of of trying to sell the club. Um, yeah. But it seems He's, to be um, the, the longest takeover we've ever come across. Yeah, uh, I know you were saying that. Is Gene still there? Yeah, Gene, Gene Cotton's Cotton. still there. Yeah. 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 And um, Dave Linney. And and Dave Linney. Yeah, he's still there. And Clive Robinson yeah. upstairs. Right. So. How have they started this season? Not great. Oh. Not too bad. We lost the first to Barnet one nil. We uh, beat Eastleigh one nil. The next game we drew with Stockport one one. Then we beat Ebbsfleet away three one. And then we lost on the telly on Sunday Saturday one uh, nil to Barrow. So um, we're about 12th, so not too bad. But uh, when you consider that the new manager, Darren Siles, had to you know, put together virtually a complete new squad, um, it's been difficult for him. And, uh, you know, to, to get uh, get the right players in, it's, it's not been easy. So uh, I, I think, you know, credit to him that he's, he's got, got us where we are, basically. You know. Yeah. So, um, but uh, mm. well, look, Paul, it's been absolutely great talking to you again. I was thinking, you know, the last time I saw you, do you remember we played, I think it was a cup tie. Yeovil played yeah. Preston. I think you won 1-0. Yeah. You did remember- get sent off because he kept getting sent off one year. I don't know. I can't, I can't remember that, but I can remember after no. the game, I was walking down towards the sort of um, back room area, the one in the corner. Uh, a Deepdale. Yeah, a Deepdale. And you yeah. were... You were um, just there and I didn't really spot you but you spotted me and you said alright then yeah. H and I think that was the last time I saw you so that was yeah, a, that yeah. was a, no, it's a uh, fair while ago that's for sure not often I get down uh, on Somerset way very mm. often no. but obviously we play we play Bristol City and we've got a mm. good record against them actually yeah um, yeah but um, but no um, yeah I rented well you you obviously probably remember because we did that uh, documentary but yeah I rented a house at uh, near Wincham near Charles that's, that's right yes yes indeed and yeah it was quiet and that but it's a lovely little uh, thatched cottage and, mm. um, and it works great yeah it was a quiet relaxed way of life but yeah, um, yeah. as I say it was about concentrating on football and just the second year a little bit the last the last six months um my wife went back home and and her grandma had passed away and uh, and she's she's sort of a home bird really she'd moved to to Leeds with me but um she yeah it was becoming difficult getting to see each other and and getting back home like we'd play say Rochdale or Oldham on a Saturday and I'd get a family member like my dad or my wife or mother-in-law or whoever to come to the game and go home with them but it was a case of flying on a Sunday night from from Newcastle to Bristol and Bruce James would pick me up on a Sunday oh, night and yeah. it was literally I, I wasn't even getting like 24 hours at home really mm, yeah difficult, um, difficult. so I, I mean we got Wednesdays off as well but it was like 
you know, to drive it, it was like five hours yeah. on a on a good run. So um, back to Carlisle, where I'm from originally, and uh, and yeah, it became a bit um, bit difficult. But um, but yeah, that was part of the reason as well. And um, I used to I've told uh, Dave Seddon when I've done interviews here before, and he, he talks me through. My, or ask me about my time at Preston because a lot of people move on, don't they? After a yeah. couple of years, I always mm. say, you know, when I was driving back from Yorkville, I always used to drive. You see the the ground um, from from the motorway, and I always used to think, you know, it'd be great to. Obviously, we played there with Yorkville, but it'd be great to play there. You know, it's a yeah, good, yeah. a good setup. And then obviously it happened, and um, hopefully I managed to stay for another at least another two years fingers crossed well certainly you've played how many is it says here 229 games which is yeah I'll probably I'm not off far off 300 to be honest I'm on about mm. 270 something yeah I think that's just league games so um, yeah. yeah I would like to get to 300 because I think there's only is there 11 players I've been told have done it? Uh, or, or maybe, yeah, I think so. But as I say, at the minute, I'm not I'm not getting near it, so I need to, to pull my finger out, to be honest. <laughs> um, yeah. or, or something needs to change, you know. Like yeah. I said, we've not, not started great, but um, all I can do is, is give it my all, as I've always done, mm. and, well, uh, and see, see what happens. I'm sure you'll be I'll, back in the side, the side very shortly, that's for sure. Cheers, sure. mate. How's things with you? Uh, I've talked about myself for long enough. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I'm I'm all right. I'm seventy two now, so yeah. You know, I'm surprised the, that you're still there, really. <laughs> well, I'm not. This is the point. What what I'm doing? Um, I, I just feel even. I'll cut this bit off in a minute, anyway. Yeah, but um, that's right. um, no, I I went. I I got offered to do a, a job. Well, I said job. It was a volunteer's job. Um, yeah, you told me that doing this radio station and, and he uh, was a knob. The guy was yeah, a knob. Yeah, a complete idiot, basically. Yeah, you don't need that. No, no. So um, we, uh, well, I told him what to do with it, basically. And then three of us have started this new one called Three Valleys Radio. Yeah, which is that. on the internet. Uh, and basically, that's what I'm doing now. It keeps me occupied, but I'm also involved with the club in that um, I set up and, and created and, and manage now. Um, they've got a, like an archive website, um, yeah. which has basically got all the photographs, videos, books, programs, stats, you name it. Yeah. So I look, I look after that as well. So I've still got that involvement with the club. Still very, very close to the chairman. Um, think he's a wonderful guy, and I can't understand why they give him so much stick, but they do. Um, yeah. But you know, so that sort of keeps me going. Uh, I've got three grandchildren now, so they keep me going as well. Uh, the yeah. legs are gone, mate. I'm afraid. Um, I've too much weight and rheumatism. Not yeah. rheumatism. What's it called? Arthritis in my knees. And um, so that sort of impedes my ability to get around. I can't walk very far, which is which is a bit of a bind. And it kind of makes you you've got to plan everything to sort of, you know, is there going to be a chair there? Or, you know, somebody said to me, come to Cheltenham, come to the Cheltenham meeting, you know, the Cheltenham National Hunt Festival. Yeah. And I said, oh, I'd love to because I love horse racing. And I'm, in fact, I've got uh, I'm involved in a, in a syndicate called Hot to Trot. And we've got we've got six horses of which two are very good one of them has won about eighty thousand pounds in two races so um we get a share of that 
but if I went to Cheltenham, this you know on Cheltenham Festival, there's just no chairs there. I'd be absolutely knackered. I, I, you know, I couldn't. Yeah, but so so little things like that you you notice and and they're buying. But yeah. other than that, from the waist upwards, I'm buzzing, mate. No problem at all. The brain's still, I think it's all right anyway. So yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, and I enjoy what I do, which is good. So yeah, no, it's not too bad, Paul. It's not too bad. But before we finish, just tell me one thing, um, or give me who do you like yeah. as uh, in terms of music? Who do you like? You know. Are there any particular music, artists music. that I, you like? I just flick, on the morning, I just flick through the... Di- I have a DAB radio, so it's just like... I flick between Kiss, Capital, uh, Heart. I just... I don't I don't really have a certain, mm. like, genre that I, I listen to. I, I listen to... I can go from dance to R&B. To, I, don't, I don't like rock or house. Right. Um, I just like... Motown? I can listen to... Uh, don't mind. No, not really. Not no. really. More, more, more dance, up tempo, anything sort of yeah. make, makes you feel good, makes you feel happy, kind of thing. Any, any sort of artist in particular that springs to mind, I can just pick a, pick a song from some of you if you can give me a, a clue as to who you think, you know, you, you uh, like. Does anybody spring to mind? Not in particular. I mean, I like. I like yeah, there's a lot. That's why I was struggling with the songs. There's, there's yeah. a lot, isn't there? There's. Well, um, it must be somebody you like. Oh, well, I went to see Craig David last year. Right, okay. Well, that's, so that's, at Manchester, so that's put, one then. Put one of it. I could probably put one of his songs in. Yeah. Um, um, I, I used to listen to. He, he's got a song called Rendezvous when I was younger. Um, and yeah, I liked. I like his music. Um, Ed Sheeran, maybe or uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, right. yeah I Ed Sheeran. Yeah, don't mind. Don't mind him. Um, okay, well that's two. We've got what, one what already. The that people mention. Well, I did Kevin Gore last week. Do you remember Kevin yeah. Gore? Uh, Drake, people uh, like that, no. Uh, who Drake? You like Drake, do you? No, no, I'm saying. Oh, he did, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Christ, some of the stuff he had. I mean, music—it's <laughs> not my idea of music, that's for sure. But because um, I, some of them I couldn't even play; they were so bad with the language. Were they? Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Gordy likes his likes his rap. That's for sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. but uh, don't I mean, worry. Yeah, Drake. Drake's good, easy listening. Um, some well, some of it, some of his stuff, mm. some of it's a bit hardcore, but um, yeah, there's 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 lots. I don't know if you've got any other suggestions because I could um, probably just say yes or no. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. Um, Ed Sheeran was yeah. the other one. Um, oh, he's like big at the minute. Yeah, exactly. He is big at the minute. Um, um, it's not easy I know people ask me I, uh, I was going through my I have a Shazam which uh, saves songs when you don't know what they are it's an app mm-hmm. and you just click it on and this and, and it brings up the song um, but yeah there's all kinds of artists don't worry I've got three there and I've got one more that's that's going to be enough anyway Paul don't worry, yeah, don't worry. Spawn. But have you got a pen and paper there a pen and paper uh, so I'm going to just give you the, the address of the yeah. website Okay. Yeah. Right. It's www. Yeah. Three Valleys Radio, all one word. Th- the number three. No, T-H-R-E-E. Yeah. Dot com. Okay. And if you go on to uh, www.ytfc.digital. Yeah. 
Okay. What if he dot digital? That is. I don't know if listen to it to be honest. I don't like the sound of my own voice, but um, <laughs> I'm sure it'll be all right as long as yeah. I got you out. That's amazing. No, that's all right. But the other one, the second one, that's the the archive website. Have a look at that because I'm sure if you look hard enough, you'll find some photographs of yourself in action there. Yeah, some bad bad haircuts or something. I expect so. Yeah, but you know. Yeah. But it was um, it was there's about two hundred and fifty thousand photographs on there, so oh, some dear. and it's all sort of mapped out as to what's where and so forth. Yeah. So if you remember, right. well, you obviously know when you were there. So just look for the, yeah. the appropriate year, and then you go in and you'll have all the games that, that they've got. So it'll okay. it'll give you an idea, but it might bring back a few memories anyway. Yes. Yeah, Brilliant. Okay then, Paul. Well, that is absolutely brilliant, mate. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, no, thanks for the call. Good to talk. Let's keep yeah. in touch. Heart is a blue. Shoots up through the stony ground. There's no room. No space to win in this town. You're out of luck. And the reason that you had to care, the traffic is stuck. Take you out of this place Someone you could lend a hand In return for grace It's a beautiful day Well, you've been listening to Paul Huntington Who is a Glover's Golden Oldie So stay tuned to Three Valleys Radio for everything Yeovil Town. This is Three Valleys Radio coverage. Oh, what a shot that is! of Yeovil Town Football Club, direct from Hewitt Park.